Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Taz, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, be off in the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Vote with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, they like the fad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates beat their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. What up and what's good, War Room Nation? Y'all are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports. On that War Room Sports Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dev McMillan, and I'm at the round table with my brother, Jimmy the Blueprint. Uh, B. Austin will be yeah, with us is. shortly. Yo, the NFL season is moving shakily along. That's, that's how I like to describe it. And the World Series is knotted at a game apiece. We're going to discuss both of these topics and a whole lot more, so sit back, relax, join us. For another briefing in the war room, you can get in on the conversation. You know this already, but, you know, if, if, if this is your first time listening, shame on you. But you can get in on the conversation um, if you sign into the By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. Uh, we'll probably open that up in about 10 minutes. Uh, the number is 323-410-0012. But before we get started, just got to remind you guys that during the week when we're not live on the air, you guys remember to check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows. You can either do that on the War Room Sports Podcast Network at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms, man. You can catch our show, The War Room. You can catch, if you like to eat, you can ch- check out John Appetit with the the Burtons, uh, the Broad Street Line with Roy and Chris, Tissue and the Tape Hip Hop Show with Phil and Survive. Uh Man, everything. Whatever you need. It's on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. If you're a TV head, on the couch with the Wilsons is your thing. So, um, check us out. Jim, what up, man? Another week. Yo. <laughs> Another bunch really of bulls. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's not another week in America. Um, you know, we usually started off with the, the craziest thing that happened, just period, in the country. Uh, man, by comparison, I mean, a lot of stuff has happened. As long as Donald Trump is the president, like, there's always going to be newsworthy stuff um, throughout the week. But nothing is egregious as the stuff that we usually start with, man. So we can, you know, we can roll on if, if you got nothing. Because <laughs> I got nothing. No, I mean, you know. We can get this show on the road. Yeah, I mean, in comparison to what usually goes on, man. Shout out to the, shout out to the folks in Nigeria, though, fighting a good fight. I, I, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. It's like the older you get, the more you become a global citizen, and you start like, you know, caring about what's going on in the world, and yeah. you know, it's probably not good for, not good for your anxiety. But nonetheless, that's what it is. What up, B. Austin? How's your week going? Man, my week is absolutely fantastic. Uh, shout out to Lisa, my lovely wife, who uh, has decided to take a vacation to Vegas. I hope what happens in Vegas don't stay in Vegas, or maybe I do. Oh. What happens in Vegas? But um, uh, yeah, man, I get to I get to kick my feet back, relax, and watch all sports all week long. 
I'm excited. Listen, man. Hey, I'm excited. That's because you, you participate in the male patriarchy. So, no more. <laughs> right. Yes, right, sir. Right. You know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All, 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 everything that happens is because of the black man. You know what I mean? If they say we did yeah. that shit, we did that shit. <laughs> like, whatever they say we did, <laughs> we did that shit. We did it. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Um, so, be yeah, here. you got some big things happening with, with, with young Pele. Man, like, like, yeah, what's the deal? Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, he uh, he got an invite from a uh, a traveling, an international traveling team to go and play in man. the Gothia, the Gothia Cup next summer, which is the largest uh, youth soccer tournament in the world. Uh, Eighty thousand participants. I'm sure there'll be a lot of amazing teams, amazing players, and amazing COVID. All in one location. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm about to say, definitely got to go over there, take all the precautions, be safe. Um, War Room Nation, make sure y'all listen to this because, you know, y'all going to sponsor this trip. So get ready. Um, yes, let's, get in, let's get into some hot topics, man. Hot topics, of course, brought to you by my bookie. War Room family, it's time for you to make some money. Sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, then it's time to place your bets. The World Series is underway, knotted up at a game apiece. The NFL is limping into its Week 7 slate, so it's already made When the kickoff starts tonight, the, the league would have already made it one week past my prediction um, in the offseason. So uh, I guess that's a good thing. So lay down some bread on the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get money. You get it fast. You get it with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after the game starts. So join now, and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, paid. That's all there is to it. Um, like we did just mention, the World Series is underway. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays are tied at a game apiece. Um, they said game one, the numbers haven't come out yet for game two, but um, not surprisingly to me, game one, I believe, had the lowest ratings of any game one of the World Series. I, I want to say ever, but I didn't really read. <laughs> it, it was kind of one of those headlines that you skim past, and I don't remember if it was ever, but the ratings are down. Um, do you guys think that that's just because, you know, baseball has waned in popularity in the country? Do you think it's COVID-related with the season not being the same? And we know out of every sport, baseball purists are the ones who like theirs, the purest bars. Um yeah, or is it a combination of both? See what you did there. It's a combination. I was going to ask you. It's a combination. When did baseball start? I didn't know baseball started. You talking about the end of World Series? Where did you go? Um, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, with so much going on in the world, with so much drama in the LBC, it's like, it's 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 um it's difficult to care. Like, I cared about hoops because I'm a hoops head, and and, and football because yeah. of my fantasy team. Rest in peace to my fantasy team. But um, but it's just hard to really care about a lot of things, and maybe it's again, it could be um, you know, uh, what's what's our favorite yeah. thing? It could, it could be because I'm trapped in my own little bubble. Um, but 
even Bars. even my sports fans, right? The sports fans that um, <laughs> I see what on you my timeline and people I talk to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a bar. The sports fans that I talk to on my timeline and all that just aren't as interested because yo, they're talking about this election. They're talking about COVID. Yo, like, yeah. the world is upside down right now. Yo, so it's like you know, it's just impossible to care about sports. I, I know both of y'all are gonna add something of intellectual value. So war room family. Let the hot block commander add his obligatory baseball thoughts and remarks. Manny Ramirez, <laughs> Bryce Harper, <laughs> Barry, Bond. Barry Bond. All right, I'm done. I don't know. Like that's all I. I don't, I don't know. No, and and, <laughs> and Philly, Philly, 2008. To be exact, yeah, this is they had a um. The first game averaged 9.2 million viewers, which is the smallest audience for a World Series game in Nielsen's records of total viewers dating back to the late 1960s. So it's not just a game one hey. of viewership. This is just period. And, you know, a lot of stuff Jimmy said I agree with as well. For me, I mean, sports is w- what we do. Well, you know, one of the things that we do, but we've done that. We've been in this industry um, legitimately for 10 plus years now throughout this whole quarantine gym. Like I, I wasn't pressed for sports to start back up. It was cool when it did, especially when hoops started back up because you were getting hoops in the daytime, but say these leagues said, man, we just going to, we just going to scrap 2020 and we're going to see if we can try this again next year. I would have been cool. I really would have been cool. And you know, baseball is another baseball was on all throughout the day. Um, because of the shortened schedule, it was on every single day. I mean, it's always on every day, but, you know, you could see your team um, even more during this whole thing than than you could when, when baseball was normal and they were playing damn near every day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was a lot of double headers. So if you are a baseball fan, you have plenty to be happy about. But when I talk to a lot of baseball diehards, like like we always talk, I mean, Jimmy wrote articles about this way back seven, eight years ago about baseball purists and unwritten rules of baseball and they, just how they love for their game to be the same that it was in 1890 and 2020. So a lot of baseball yeah, fans were kind of like, man, I'll, I'll do this next year because I'm not doing a 60-game season. I'm not doing, you know, this and that. Casual people yeah. probably thought it was great. Like, oh, we get a really shortened season. It's going to be rapid fire. More teams are going to make the postseason. You're going to have more games. You know, but the purists wasn't trying to hear it. So that's probably uh, one oh, of the yo. reasons why viewership. Off, for, for why? For why is there 120 like, games like, in a season? Uh, not, well, even off, not, well, saying, not even close. It's not 100. you not even close. 160. It's 160. First of all, we talk about casual baseball fans. That's like 37 people, right? Um, and then outside of that, it's crazy. You talk about like they have like yo, they got better ratings when Arnold Rothstein fixed the World Series than they do now right. um, when they're playing the yeah. World Series. That's absolutely well, insane. Yo, there would be else in 162 well. games per season to be exact. So there were no so, records yeah, being challenged four, this season. <laughs> That's another lot. Yeah, it's pretty much I mean, double basketball. Because every no, why? every no, matchup, why? every matchup is a series. 
that's why there, you know, it's another thing when, because some people were saying, you know, they were trying to vote for the season to have, for the postseason to have one and done games, which in baseball, like no matter how you slice it, no matter how much excitement you think you want to see, you just can't do that. You can't do, even if you're doing 60 games, but if you're doing 162 games and then, you know, every, every matchup is a series. And then you get into the playoffs and they want you to do some one and done stuff <laughs> like them play in wild card type games. That's just crazy. It's just not even baseball, but viewership suffice, question, suffice, though, we to, suffice to say the best team doesn't always win. Well, no, some would argue the best team does always win. Does, because yeah. Play cause, over cause in the series, yeah, the cream the is going to rise to the top. Yeah. yeah. But now when you talk about the Super oh, Bowl, okay, the best yeah. team doesn't always win the Super Bowl. Cause it's like, you right, know, any, right. any given Sunday, but, um, to answer your question, uh, uh, honestly, give you an honest answer of why they play 162 games, it's because that's 162 opportunities to sell beer and peanuts. Word. So that's why it's <laughs> 162 games. <laughs> some uh, yeah, some so Cracker Jacks. That's why. <laughs> some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. And, and lots of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these these days these days before before COVID, when you go to a baseball stadium, you get full course meals. They got like vegan dishes and they got mm. pad thai and yo, they got fancy at the uh, baseball game. Yeah, because they try and get you in there. I like real talk, man. My home, one of my neighbors, man. Like we only go to games here because he got that kind of hookup. So we be at like the restaurant the whole time. Like <laughs> we eat and you know finish eating like too much. And then you you got to make the decision like oh, we want to stay to watch the the rest of this game or you know we out. You just go there for like a real nice meal these days. All right, so in uh-huh. NBA news, oh just just a quick you know it's tied at one one. Who you guys got? It's like your strip Dodgers, club. Dodgers or Rays? Um, making you know the Lakers. The Lakers won, so I'm gonna say the uh, the, the Dodgers also. Uh, one of my ancestors. All, uh, all the Kobe's, actually, all the Kobe squads. I'm actually. I'm actually related to um to to a, to a Hall of Fame baseball player by marriage, but I'll never bring it up because like you know I met the man like uh, one time when I was like a, a baby. But Roy Campanella is in my family somehow. Yeah, you, you, you got Frederick okay. Douglass uh, bloodlines. Yeah, I got yeah yeah one of them. <laughs> shout out to claim it like Boy, your man be out here. Shout out, shout out to Umar. That's how yeah, I used to I be like back in the day, and back in the day when you were a kid, like you could brag, and I still didn't like. I was I was related to Pepper Johnson by marriage, but a lot of people would probably be like, Ooh, "Oh, okay." But you know, back in the day, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Cards, everybody knew who Pep Johnson was. You know, he but, he was but one but of LT's lackeys. Like, it's, it's yo, LT. But, but the funny thing that, is, so some people, LT. some people in my family are Dodgers fans for that reason. Although I wouldn't even call them Dodgers fans because they probably haven't seen a baseball game ever. But you know, so with that being Ever. said, I just have an association to the Dodgers. I'm just going to roll with the Dodgers because I have no other reason. I have no idea who plays for the Dodgers. Um, well, it, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Dodgers because I believe that Manny Ramirez played for the Dodgers at one point in time. Yo, yo, Did Earl Hershiser get the first start or no? Listen. I, it would be nice, you know, because in our chat every day, you know, one of my homies, shout out to DJ Willie G, who's a Tampa Bay Rays fan. He's been upset with us since 2008. Oh, I'm, def- 
I'm definitely, I'm, it's definitely Team Dodgers now. You said that. Dog. Now that you said that, I, yeah, I forgot. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. That. I wouldn't mind seeing his Rays win, though, man, so he can get over it. You know what I'm saying? It took no, me that long. No, no, dog. Because he's also, he's also a that. Buccaneers fan, so it took me till the Eagles actually won in 2018 to get over that NFC Championship game with the Bucks. So. Why, why were you <laughs> mad at the Bucks? Why now, were you mad at the Bucks when the ball, when the ball, when the ball on our team was playing Buck buddies with the cornerback on the other team? That wasn't. That's was, I, was, I, was, yeah. I was mad that the I was mad that the you know the Bucks had a, a secret agent on our squad. Oh no, that wasn't a Listen, secret agent. Because that, that, that we would be giving him too much props. We would say that he's doing that on purpose. Like he he did that by mistake. So he wasn't no agent. Listen, it if it's going to piss off DJ oh, Willie G, I need the Dodgers to step their game up, man. <laughs> step your game up, Dodgers, because if it's going to piss off, yo, the boy that was the boy, the boy that was making sweet passionate love to Rihanna, he's still on the Dodgers. Don't she um banging one of them balls? I I don't think so. No, uh, I've never played okay. for the Dodgers. I mean, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I, is he? Uh, I don't. Oh, can you hit that? I, <laughs> I ain't gonna front. I'm a front stop, stop runner. I know everything. Know everything about baseball when my team is good. But <laughs> listen, um, it's storylines on both sides. Though. It's storylines on both sides. Like Jimmy said, you know the whole LA oh, real thing. Quick though, everybody's dedicating everything just, just, to Colt. But just just for um and, and just for uh journalistic integrity, it was Matt Kemp that she was in a relationship with and making sweet passionate love to. He got under that umbrella. So that's who, that's who <laughs> shout out, shout out to him. Matt Kemp got under a few umbrellas. Yo, a lot of bars. A lot of bars yeah. today. I see what you did there. Matt, Matt yeah, Kemp had a know, couple. Man. Yeah, he had a couple of them out there. Um, so yeah, Matt Kemp was every, laying the work down. Everybody, yo, Matt, Matt Kemp, he was batting. Yo. He was using his bat. Everybody out there in L.A., no matter what sport they play, they're trying to do something for Kobe. Y'all stupid. And then on the other side, on the Tampa Bay side, you know, Tampa Bay, the Lightning, they just won the Stanley Cup. If the Rays can pull this off, y'all already know that the Buccaneers are favorites to win the Super Bowl, whether, you know, we believe that or not. They're favorites to win the Super Bowl. So Tampa Bay could have a really nice year and, and get three chips. So we'll see. DJ That's Willie nice G. for that retirement community. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that <laughs> called the Jonah retirement community. I mean, he ain't lying though. He ain't lying. All right, so yeah, NBA news, man. The Pelicans made what I would say is a surprise hire. They uh, hired Pelican. Stan Van Gundy to be the coach of their team, and I see a lot of people on social media saying that was a stupid hire, this and that. What do you guys think about that hire of Stan Van? Um, uh, well, I things. don't think Stan Van Gundy is good for youthful players. Um, I think he's a control freak. Uh, uh, go ahead, Jim. I don't think Stan Van Gundy is a, a bad coach, right? I really yeah, don't he think he's a bad coach. But no, I don't think he's a bad I coach. Hate agree with, I, I hate to agree with this gentleman, but he, he actually is the one that brought up the point, which was DJ Willie G. He said he's just tired of, like, you know, um, the same guys just Retreads. basically rotating around the league. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I mean, you have I, I a lot of. I hate to agree with anything Willie says, but I hate that. Like, get some new face. All these young guys out here, you know, assistant coaches, like, give somebody a shot, man. But you see how it seems like all the the assistants, all the people who actually put in work, are the ones being skipped over, and not just by the retreads. Like, you got dudes like Steve Nash just jumping over them, getting jobs. 
Now you mm-hmm. got the retreads jumping over and getting jobs. Like a lot, and and I'm glad you guys said that because I thought I, I might have ended up being the only one. Like I don't think Stan Van Gundy's a bad coach. Like when you listen to his former no, players talk about him, they talk about like an attention to detail like no other coach that they've ever played for in their lives. Um, but I also agree with your point, B. Austin. It might be one of those generational things now where he might be. Not that he's super old or anything, but what he believes in basketball-wise, he might have aged out of being able to be a head coach unless, you know, you know, great people put great people around them and, and maybe he can put a staff around them with enough young-minded coaches and people that's out there grinding that he can still relate to today's players and be able to be successful. My man gonna run a wasn't really successful post, in Detroit. Gonna run a high-low post offense. Right, but he didn't have the players in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for the people that say it's a stupid hire, I don't think it's a stupid hire. But at the same time, like, get some new blood out there. You know what I'm saying? You you got some new players that you're trying to relate to. And, you know, even though uh, folks putting footage of Stan, Stan Van showing off his, his yo-yo in our chat room this morning, I, I don't think that's enough. To relate to to the, to the guys that he's about to. <laughs> my man, my man, handle is righteous. Yo, he got that crabtree, bro, man. Right, I didn't understand why everybody was so surprised though, because if you're an NBA he's from coach, New York. but but if you're an NBA coach, you have ball experience, even if it's not in the NBA. That'll be like you know one of us jumping into some kind of coaching position and nobody ever heard of us, and then they see footage of us dribbling or shooting, and they all surprised. All right, I'm pretty sure Lawrence Frank can handle and shoot too. You know, he never played in the league, but he's an NBA coach, so there's, there's going to be some kind of experience there. Um, even if Stan yo, Van looked like Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> yo, you know, I got a question for y'all, gotta, though. I got a question for y'all. I know Devin. I know Devin. Oh, my man, because <laughs> Chase is a young hooper, and, and but Jaiman is a legendary soccer star. But when's the last time one of you guys like grabbed the rock and tried to like just like you know pat pat your handle and try some of the moves you used to do? You know what, Jim? That's the oh, first I thing. Beat you up, know. Yo, I beat up, I beat up on Jaiman all the time. Boy, Man, my hand. No, no, beating, my up, beating, up, beating, up on, beating up on him is different than using. Yo. your I'm talking about your handle though. I'm talking about you know specifically what? your handle. So, so I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a trick. Shooters yeah. will always uh-huh. be able to shoot. But your handle go away. Yes, sir. Your handle leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that that handle that's be like true. Beast. But I say, I say this. I say this. If you slow it down about seventy five percent, you can still execute some interesting things that make it look like I can go and stand on the side of a game and Against make it look it. like, oh man, oh oh head, oh head, got some nice. Now if and I then, get on the and, court hey, and hey. speed that up. I was about to say, not if you're coming, you down, court, court. Not if you're coming down court with the, with the back down like Magic. Like, Magic can handle him right. and back you down because, you, you know what I mean? Like, that's different. Do, I'm talking about. Yeah, nah. You could do all that on the sideline, but against any yeah, real yeah, yeah. pressure, you ain't getting none of that off. You, you no. basic. No, no you're, you're getting none. Yo, basic, yo, listen. My point is, the point of my these, question is, Doug, like, even on the sideline with nobody around, yo, it don't even feel natural no more. It feels like, what am I doing? Like. It's yeah, 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 yeah. It definitely. No, I feel, I like, feel you because I can still do it, but it doesn't feel like comfortable. I'm just doing not it at all. Even I can still, I can still. Yeah, you know I mean, 
even when I'm by myself, I'm embarrassed at how many times I lose the handle or the ball roll off and I got to exactly. run a couple steps to go get it. Like, <laughs> like I said, just if I'm just so, sitting around shooting, so I'm like, okay, that's still wet. That's muscle memory. But Listen, your handle, yeah. you do so much different things as far as, you know, when you're dribbling in the game, that's not the same muscle memory as shooting. You know what I'm saying? You always yeah. want to shoot the same yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. shooting like Kobe yeah, fadeaway yeah. to the side, and, but yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, crazy. No, I'm I'm gonna be able to sh- I'm gonna be able to shoot past my uh, I'm gonna be able to shoot past oh, my demand. You, you, you can dig me You can dig me up. You can dig me up after I've been dead ten years, and I'm gonna knock down a 25 footer. Like I'm, that's just <laughs> what it is. I tried. Uh, I tried my in and out cross. I tried the in and out cross there. Yeah, and yeah, in and out no, worked. No more. And I, and no I, more tween tweens. And I put, I put it out, and and when I crossed, so the ball was still rolling in my hand. I couldn't figure out why my hand didn't get to the. Hey, to but the that's ball. the because like, y'all know I've been you know in the last you know year or two I've been coaching too. So a lot of times you know you got to show kids drills and what they're supposed to do, that's when it get real interesting because you don't want to – you definitely don't want to look suspect <laughs> in front of kids because they're going to laugh at you if you can't do what they, they can gonna do. Laugh. They're like, nah. they They definitely going to laugh at you. So, um, yeah, it, um, it, it's, it's it's crazy. But, but B, you still talking about 25-footers. My J's still wet, but my range is trash. Like, I'm all inside the, the three-point line right now, like. It it yeah. don't feel natural for me no more. I, I, might, have, I feel I like I'm pushing it. Like I might have embellished. <laughs> I might have embellished. I might have embellished a little bit on the distance. I'm I'm still good from high school. From high school three point range. From even college three. But the but the NBA line. Yo, that that shit seemed far as hell. Yeah, yeah. All right, but NBA line. Man, man. We'll see what he can do. He went from uh. Yeah, you know, he got young Zion out there. He got one of his – did he coach J.J. when he was in Orlando or did J.J. bounce by the time he had that job? He might have coached J.J. Um, I don't know. I think J.J. may have bounced. Either way, um, it should be interesting, though, because I think he's going there. I think he has a better team in New Orleans than he had in his last stop with Detroit. So we'll see if he can just add definitely some to some some already young talent. So so we'll see where you at now. No, he bounced uh, around a lot. I was thinking of Orlando, but he bounced around a lot. This should be this should be his last chance. This should be. <laughs> so yeah, we'll right. All right. So in the NFL, man, the Seahawks. There's a couple of uh, wide receivers sitting out there. The Seahawks are said to have interest. A lot of interest and be the front runners to grab Antonio Brown um, once he's eligible to play, and I believe that's like week eight. Um, if they do this, man, this is another example of the rich getting richer because the Seahawks, maybe for the first time in their history, like they have a pretty good receiver core right now, but if you add Antonio Brown to that, your top three are like Antonio Brown. Uh, Metcalf and and Lockett for the speed guy, like that's a pretty nice receiving core right there. Um, we know core. the names and the talent don't always add up and 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 do what they want it to do, but just on paper that would be scary. Y'all think that would be a great addition to that team, 
Or do y'all think AB might go in there and mess up what they got going on right now? Mm. Well, I, I'll go first, Paul. Uh, I just feel yeah. like I feel like he's going to – like, why? Why ruin it? Like, you're balling right now. Your team's playing well. The chemistry seems to be better than it's ever been. And now you want to bring this guy in. He's going to end up coming in, smashing Sierra, and ruin their whole season. Like <laughs> – <laughs> the boys on the table. The boys on the table, man. Like, why so, so that's the storyline that's you really not see too far fetched, man. Because if, you if really he see that he, in the future, you really see that in the future. But but me, I, I think, think it's a great. Think about it. If he doesn't, I still got it. Like at least eighty five percent chance that he would try, say something out of pocket or just anything. Yo, he's out of control. He's definitely out of control, and you know he has what seems to be like split personalities. So on yeah. any given day, yeah, he got multiple personality dis- disorder. Yeah. But but like Jimmy said, it. it was like they're five and zero right now. So it is kind of crazy that they're thinking that they even need that to get over the hump. You when you might be bringing in unnecessary issues. Like it's a lot of desperate teams out there that could take a flyer on that. Um, shoot. Shit, the Eagles, we're, we're down to like what? I think they're missing. No, like we're down to no four. receivers. We'll they're have missing no receivers. their top four receivers. But if he had a choice, you're going to go to the Seahawks before you go to the Eagles. So if those type of teams are giving him an opportunity, then expect him to be on one of those title contending teams. If not, like you would think after all of the stuff, he would have to go to a desperate situation. But. You got the no, top even, team. Even when right he was now. like even when he was out just playing, like a couple of weeks ago, he was um he was trending because the boy like just randomly showed up in like Tiana Trump's OnlyFans. Like and and, and <laughs> for those that know, Tiana Trump is if you know what Tiana Trump is about. If you know you know, man. If you know what Tiana Trump is about, you know what she's about. Like why are you randomly on her only like this is what I'm talking about. The boy is just out of control. And the Seahawks right now seem to be running like a well-oiled machine, all right? So, I mean, hopefully if he goes there, listen, I, I'm not, you know, trying to disrespect it, brother. I want to see the black man working. But at the same time, being objective, looking at how they're playing, looking what's going on with them, the chemistry that this guy Metcalf is having with uh, Russell Wilson. Metcalf looks like he's on his way to becoming one of, one of them guys, one of them, you know, one yo, of them elite yeah, David, Yo, and, Met, yo Met, Met, Metcalf is what David Boston was supposed to be. Yo, boy is like two yo, way way yo, we yo, got a couple of comments is, though, uh, in the chat room um, about a couple of things. When you, when you were talking about family members. Uh, Scott, you said Marvin Hagler is his cousin. That's what's up. Because I, I was okay. calling to have you knock some people. Um, then he said, "Nah, <laughs> handles like riding a bike. Just have to refresh." I don't know, Ken. No, dog. You might no. think that. You might think they still nice. Go ahead and get into some real competition, no. yo, and see if you still get same, out of there like you used to. But then he said, it "Ain't the um, same sandwich, dog." Then he said, "We don't need AB. We've got Aguilar. Yo, they are really excited about <laughs> The thing is, dude yo. has like a minimal amount of catches over the first six weeks. He got three touchdowns. I give him that. But the expectations are so low that they're actually celebrating this, like, like this, this mediocrity. Yeah, I'm. I don't even want to say mediocrity because you know he's actually caught the passes they've thrown to him, but he doesn't have a hey, lot of man. catches. 
And he's being It was only one way to go. It. it was only one way to go from there. Like he only I was about to say, you can only go up. But but even going up, the bar is set so low. Like, they're just happy that he's catching passes. You're a wide receiver. That's your job. Yo. Catch the pass. Yo. And I think but, the Eagles probably exaggerated his mediocrity so bad that Raiders fans are looking at this like they got some like all like some Pro Bowl performer. He no, had a great year quick. in 2017, so he did for us what we needed him to do. We won a Super Bowl in his in his best year, and he contributed mightily. No. So have fun. With, you. With, to, to the point, to your point about the handle though, it's almost impossible for the handle to be the same because like obviously as you age you get slower. So some of those spin moves and crossovers doesn't look yeah. completely stupid when you're old. Because it's like, yo, you're not getting nobody. You're crossover. See, but, cool, Jim, like, but if you're in denial when you're over there doing that, you think it look, uh-huh. you think it's the same. Like, oh, I still got it. And then people uh-huh. like, you're like, yo, you're over there. You're laughing at you like, look at this old nigga looking like Shep playing yo, against you. Yo, look at old head. <laughs> you still old head. You still making noises. You still making noises when you cross over. Got him. Slow as Going all slow. Standing in the standing in standing in the same spot. No, I, I, I'm, I'm here to tell I'm here to tell y'all. I, I can stand I, I up for the But I done I done I done got on the court with some of these young boys. No, man. It 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 is not the same. It is not the same. Keep your stuff basic. Yo, it is not I promise you, it is not. You will hurt your life. You will tear more than your dignity. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, dog. Them uh, but yeah, the but more, dog. It. So shout out to shout out to Aguilar and the Raiders, man. He he got ten receptions, so he averaging two receptions per game. That's big time. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's big time. But um, celebrate it up. Wait until you get into a, a, a real situation. Then you're gonna be mad at him and say we didn't no tell pressure. you. No pressure. But I'm shocked. Like I'm not. I'm not an Aguilar hater. Like, of course, jokes were there. I wasn't really the one making the jokes, but the jokes were there. Like I said, yeah. In, in the season that mattered the most in my 43 years of existence, he balled out. <laughs> so I'm. So you know, I'm good with that. Now he has shout to out to him. And shout, shout out to Tiana Trump. Just shout out to both of them. Uh, <laughs> All right. Before we get to the to the phone lines, man. What else is happening out here? We talked about Antonio Brown, man. Des Bryant still trying to make a, a, a run at the league, and uh, reportedly, he's set to join the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. I'm like, damn, like Des, you right, right, you can't even get on the roster. But you know what this is though? I think Des is a is a, a look into what age or injury can do to an athlete who's who who relies 100% on athleticism because we all know Dez wasn't a route runner he didn't have the greatest hands but Dez was the 50-50 ball king of the league you throw it up Dez is going to go up and get it when you have injuries and you can no longer do that look at the trouble that he's having getting back into the league when you get old not really in his case he's not super old yet but when you get old and all you relied on was athleticism look how difficult it is for you to either get in the league stay in the league or or just maintain any level of productivity so you got Des Bryant who used to be a football receiver getting signed to practice squads 
<laughs> yeah, I thought I thought that his thing was like off the field issues. Like I thought that a lot of a lot of the rap on him wasn't necessarily his game. Because the last time, we, like he he's he's never had a, a a terrible season. Like he's played well. No, I thought he had some issues. I know, with, but Jim, you know, I think I think the scouts realized though. Like, all right, if we haven't, if Dez is coming off of a serious injury, like the one he has, like. Dez wasn't he, – he was never the dude that was going to get super separation off his route running. Um, and after an Achilles injury, you know, cutting and all of that kind of stuff, it's probably going to be worse than it was previously. He's not going to get up like he used to get up. And I'm pretty sure they put him through all of these tests when he goes to these teams for tryouts and all of that kind of stuff. So if you have a Dez Bryant with limited athleticism, then what do you really have? <laughs> no, I understand. I listen. I get your perspective. Yeah. I I just I always thought there's something else there because I like watching the games every week. It's some terrible. Well, what did he, what did he do off the field that would keep him off? You know what I mean? That would keep. Him I mean, off, there like, was there, nothing. No, I can't confirm anything, but they were like you know, there's always Twitter. Twitter. There was a lot of rumors on Twitter about that and and, and how Jerry Jones had him blackballed, but that could also just be Twitter in their bag. But there was a lot of rumors about things like that I would have to get cleaned up with his behavior in clubs and putting his hands on people that he shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? But that's probably because Jerry Jones got to, you know, pull the strings of getting blackballed. He probably controlling his whole life. But as you think about it, my my thing is I always thought it was something weird about that because now maybe, maybe what you're saying could be accurate when he like, like tries out for teams is showing one thing, but based upon his play on the field, I always felt like he could still play in this league, especially when I watch some of these cats that play on Sunday and can't catch the no, save their life. Like for me, this is like this is this has been over time and and kind of you know reading stuff and hearing stuff because remember I was I was the same way. I'm like really people can't use Des Bryant and I, and I think I, B Austin was the one who I think saw this before you know I actually started reading stuff about, like, his tryouts and what scouts think of him. He also needs to always talk about Dez can't run a route to save his life. But, you know, you, you always have yeah. to take it with but a great because yeah. he was, cause he was yeah. talking about anybody, a cowboy. Anybody that plays for a cowboy, I know, but, it, but his it, opinion, I almost just don't listen to it. Because if you went behind it and actually checked it out, you're like, damn, like, if you pay attention, like, Dez Bryant – Kinda is Vince Carter of football, but Vince Carter, yeah, you know, he, he developed like, that and, and that and that and that Vince had to develop and, that. And Jimmy, what Jimmy? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What Jimmy saying? What Jimmy saying ain't, ain't really true. If, if not for the injuries, but Vince without without his job, Vince is Vince is Vince is gone. But yo, Marion, I've always given Vince is gone because he wouldn't retire until they promised him that he was gone. I ain't leaving to you. I promise you a spot. All right, Vince. Yo, God damn, just go. Your man, go. your you man, it. your man, your man does has never been a route runner. He was so strong, and he created separation almost with his upper body. He could he catch, hops. but he as, that, out as that and, and had hops, as that where as that left him couldn't run a route really, really, really didn't serve him well, particularly for the salary that he was trying to command. And I'm and I'm objective, man. I thought Marion I thought Marion the Barbarian was a tremendous player for the for the Cowboys. I was, <laughs> was the last player I wanted Marion 
Marion Barber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Yo, but but see, at, when I when I look at like when I look at like that whole thing with route running, right? There's only a couple cats in the league that I consider like good route runners. Most of these cats ain't route runners. Um, no, but that's who, who, but that who, includes who, some who, of the best the league. When you have a serious injury or you get old, you need something to keep. You need either hands like glue. You need to be able to route run because once route. you get slower, you need some way to get separation. Like Des didn't need to run routes back then. Julio still ain't. No, I understand. Listen, Julio still no, can't no, run a route. I understand. Julio but still, still can't run a route to save his life. Right, but, but my point is, my point is I, again, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, I haven't seen whatever you're saying that's missing because he's injured. I like, for instance, T.O. can't run routes. T.O. is T.O. is Des Bryant, but he's on another level because he was a freakish athlete. But like, he was also a distraction. No, T.O. wasn't Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm not either. I'm not saying seeing because we haven't even seen Des. A, That's all I'm time. saying, though. That's all no, I'm, I'm all talking I'm about. Is I haven't seen him on the field. Away. You know, a lot of times, teams, scouts, everybody overthinks things. You you know that. So they thinking off of what they've seen out of other people in the past. Like with an injury like that, like what can we use dude for? Like really? Like yeah, but no, I guess, I guess, I guess what I'm saying. Ability, I haven't. I haven't. Box out ability is gone. Like what can we? Listen, I mean, all those things might be true, but what I'm saying is they haven't proven to be true. At least from what I've said, I haven't seen anybody say it. And I, I mean, I've heard B. Austin say it. I haven't heard any other scout or football player say it, or football, uh, yeah. uh, you know, coach say it. And I haven't seen it, so that's all I'm saying is like, if he gets put out there and he's completely garbage, it's like, okay, he's garbage. I just haven't seen it for him to yeah. fall off the way he did. I'm thinking that it has to be something else that's going on here. Um. And the but thing I don't about the think, NFL is the I don't think something like NFL that you're going to see from that player because that's why they're staying away from him. They're they're using other people, you know, people in the past to make judgments on him, which you know that could be a little bit unfair unless you bring him in for a tryout and actually see that he can't do something. But I don't know. I, I mean, I, I just don't know. Like I, I just like for me, it's like I, if a scout says that, that's one thing. I haven't seen a scout say that. And I haven't but seen any sort of fall off from the last time he played because he hasn't had it. Like, yo, it's like he got cut from them, and it's like he's just gone. He doesn't even get a you, chance. You also and have to think about this. <laughs> there may be something there because just like Antonio Brown, I mean, he's just getting a, a practice squad spot for now, but he's getting a practice squad spot on a contender. So they must have seen something that says, all right, if somebody goes down, then we're going to have Dez on the practice squad, and we're going to be able to activate him. So it must be something all still there. He should be able to walk into any this, team right now and get a spot on the roster. Yeah. Yo, it's it's some this, bad this, receivers this, in the NFL. There's dudes that can't run routes. There's dudes that can't couch. Like, so just watch the NFL. Or it's some. It's, you watch it, you like, yo. <laughs> shout out to Scott. Yeah, yo. Yo, watch the Jets play. Watch the Jets play. The Jets drop everything thrown to them. Yo, why do you want us to watch the Jets play? That's punishment. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. But they can't catch anything thrown to them. They have the, like, so it's like, I, I sit there watch these teams play, and I'm like, it's something else that has to be going on here. I, I understand what you yeah. guys are saying, but I'm just saying I haven't seen it or heard it. So I think T.O. can yeah. I mean, that's possible, yeah. but he's an, he's an a-hole, so it's like, do you want to take that, like, I mean, we saw T.O. with the Bills. We saw T.O. with the Cowboys. T.O. was T.O. and all we saw the with the Bengals. absolutely nasty. Oh my God, that's disgusting. 
All right, so <laughs> shout to Des, man. Go get you one. Um, promise, last thing before we go to the phone lines, man. The Cowboys players are anonymously <laughs> throwing shade at their coaches after their slow start. Like, there's been a lot of quotes coming out about um, Mike McCarthy and his staff. I see in these little fan battles, um, I'm in this NFC East group where I scan the, the comments just reading. And there's a lot of people being sarcastic because Cowboys fans always say stuff like, man, we just got to get rid of Jason Garrett and then this one. And, you know, Jason Garrett's gone and it's looking like the dysfunction on the Dallas Cowboys wasn't his fault because they're, you know, still making these mistakes and they're still supposed to have this uber talented team. We've heard the same thing about the Cowboys for the last 15 years. Like they have so much talent, blah, 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 but it never amounts to anything in the standings really. Um, So the players are saying stuff like our coaches aren't good at their jobs. Um, Somebody said that it's a disconnect. Uh, Mike McCarthy insists that he oversees perfect practices and somehow that leads to imperfect uh, game days. Um, there's just a lot of quotes from anonymous players, from members of the media. Um, another player said they don't teach or have any sense of adjusting on the fly. Another player said they just aren't good at their jobs. Like, what do y'all take from this after six weeks? So, Jerry Jones went out there and I hired the, Cowboys, the, the biggest retrain name. The Cowboys that he is <laughs> well, first but of all, is this another, is this who, another like, that's what you get for retreading one of these coaches? Because if Jimmy, like Jimmy, you always talk about, like, the credit somebody gets. Like, Mike McCarthy, he has two Super Bowls, right? Because he had the the one with Far. No, that wasn't him. That was Holmgren. So he no, had that the was one Holmgren. With, with, Aaron, with Aaron Rodgers. So just like these quarterbacks, mm-hmm. it seems like you win that Super Bowl and you get this credit for a long time of being great at what you do. It seems like for the last five or six years, the Green Bay Packers have kind of underachieved with the level of quote-unquote talent everybody thought they had. So why would Jerry Jones think that a retread of Mike McCarthy is going to give him immediate results? And, you know, so far, I still think they're going to win the division just because the division is putrid. And each team tries to hand it back to the next team every single week. So I think they do have well, enough talent to finish 6-10 and 10 and win the NFC East. But that's not, going to be any, well, that's not going to be any praise heaped on Mike McCarthy for doing that. What do y'all think about the players saying this kind of stuff this early? How do you lose a locker room? They're not lying. I do think Mike McCarthy is trash. Um, I do think that he has problems making adjustments. But if you watch the Cowboys play, they are defensively, on, on the defensive side of the ball, no one's holding them accountable for the, for, the, for the bitch-assery that I see on the field. Their effort level, ducking sauce, man. Like, I, I'm not going to – two things can be true. Your head coach can be, can be terrible. But your effort level, they they quit, they quit in games, man. They but even quit. even well, Mike on, real Nolan, quick, though. real quick. But I even Mike, go ahead, Jim. I was gonna say it's like that goes back to the coach too, though. So I've watched every snap of every Cowboys game um, this season uh, because you know I got Amari Cooper and I had Dak on my uh, fantasy team. 
So with that being said, none of the players are lying. What you're saying about the coach, I actually said this in the group chat, like, yo, who, who, who's calling this trash? Who's calling these plays? And the coaching just seems terrible on both sides of the ball. They don't make any adjustments coming out of halftime. I'm talking about any. It's like, yo, let's go back and do what you've been doing. Yo, what you've been doing is losing. Like They make no adjustments. Um, and also, while, while we're at it, Andy Dalton is trash. I thought last year, like, I was like, okay, A.J. Green is hurt. So that's just like, yo, he just garbage. He is trash. Okay. <laughs> I just want to put that out there right there. <laughs> I, 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 I had to get that off my chest, Paul. Uh, but outside uh, of that, though, the, player, the players aren't lying about what they're saying um, in reference to the coaches. Because even if you're talking about a lack of effort, that goes back to the coaches. All that goes yeah, back and, to the and, coaches. And, no, and, and, and don't get it twisted. Mike McCarthy hired Mike Nolan. So, you know, yep. that's the guy that you entrusted to that's, run your defense. Part of Mike, Mike Nolan hasn't been a coordinator, I don't think, since like 2014. And the last team he was a coordinator for was Atlanta. So, you know, my question is, what has Mike Nolan proven over the last several years that says he should be the first person that somebody calls? But that's how people do. Like, yeah, if I ever, you know, if I leave here and I get another job, man, I'm going to bring you with me. Like, but he's sitting at home doing nothing, and wasn't that great <laughs> when he was doing it? You got to put the thing about the NFL is the NFL in the two thousands kind of changed. It's a lot different than the NFL from like the seventies, eighties, and nineties, in the sense that it's kind of like evolved into the league that it is now, with with, with being pass happy, with being a run option league. I, you know, back in the day. I remember coaches literally saying, they would ask them, like, why don't you uh, run any sort of option or, or pass this, that, and the third? And they say, because that's not what you do on pro football. That's college stuff. But somehow that mm-hmm. college stuff has seeped into the game, which is why I think there's something about, like, that whole idea of a disconnect, right? Because you see yeah. a lot of these younger these younger coaches, and they're able to communicate and, and, and have a lot of success now in, in ways they weren't. Right, I remember when when Belichick was a young coach, he didn't have any. So, ba- so basically, basically what you're saying is, if you're coaching now and you grew up listening to hip hop, you're gonna be successful. But if you're a coach and you didn't grow up listening to hip hop, unless 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 you're an authority figure like an Andy Reid or a Bill Belichick, where everybody comes in knows that you have the power. When you're empowered that way, it's a little bit different because you're the face of that organization, right? So it's a little bit different for those guys, and maybe even a Pete Carroll. But for the most part, like with some of these teams, you 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 need some fresh blood. Like these retreads aren't going to work in the NFL, yeah. um, and these younger coaches are are having a level of success that they back in the day it was difficult for a young coach to have success. But even Think the Andy Reid's, Jim, even even his coordinators, you know, tend to be of a different generation. So, like I said earlier, like so. great people still know how to put great people around them. I remember when Bill Belichick got the job at the Cleveland Browns, right? He, he got the good job with the Cleveland Browns, and it didn't work well at the time. I guess he had to go through his growing pains. But think about the fact that they had their head coach, right, was uh, was was Bill Belichick, and their defensive coordinator was Nick Saban on the same roster. Right. And they got both they right. got their dumbasses fired. Now they're so, considered, like, the two greatest of all time in their prospective yeah, leagues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know why we, we talk about that, though. On. We still got to remember that this dude, they, the Browns went to the playoffs. Under uh, Belichick, and playoffs—that <laughs> that was unheard of at the time. So it wasn't the total failure that we make it out to be, but considering what he's done now, it was definitely a failure. Let's go to the phone lines, man. People have been waiting for a while. 
Let's go to Rob out in Cali. He got to the lines first. He said, take that, Tobias. What's going on, brother? Yo, what's good, man? How y'all doing, man? It's your boy, Big Rob, a.k.a. Yo, she said you can't hurt my feelings, but she like pain. Yo, shout to Megan Stallion. How y'all doing, man? Yo, how you, man? What's up? What you want to rap yo, about? Before, I, before we begin, yo, play that track, man. And and and, and go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. Oh, yo, play that track, man. The L, yo. I got the you. The gold is home. The gold is home. Yeah, play that track, man. Play some Queen. I want to hear that. I got you. I got you. Let me let me get you your track real quick before we get in there. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, we haven't rapped to you since then. So congrats to you, Yo. Los Angeles Yo, we Lakers. Are y'all going to play it again for the Dodgers? Dodgers? What's up? The Dodgers going to play the track again? Yo, man. Yo, yo, yo. I'm excited. Yo, I'm still, because y'all didn't hear me last, yeah, last week. Last week I was pumped up, yo. Week before that I was pumped up. Yo, we, we, we yo, it was, it was. Yeah, you're recalling too late. I see you called team. earlier today. He's like, oh, I'm getting in today. Yo, we'll get to the bias in a second, but, you know, I know some of your callers, some of the people on the site, man, you can tell, I hate to say this, tell they don't, they never had daddy in their life or the attention they want to get, but, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to say that for you. Who you talking about? Psychologist, you know. This, this one person in particular, that's all I got to say. You know who he is. But, um, Ain't you know, but um, uh, ain't Tobias? Trust me, ain't Tobias. They ain't that personal unit. But um, but yeah, the Dodgers. You know what? I am related to, I guess, one guy. Uh, I ain't know until I came to San Diego. Orlando uh, Hudson. You know, he's from South Carolina. So yeah, shout out to Orlando Hudson. He's a cousin, I, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully the Dodgers can pull it off, man. The freaking Red Sox and the freaking um. The Astro cheated, got caught cheating. So hopefully there's no cheating. You know they can come up on top. So hope hopefully that happens. Uh, hey, the Astros, the Astros still got that trophy. They ain't take it. So if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. It's all good. Facts me that. Them Astros, Red Sox, and the Oakland Pace can go shove it. You know what I'm saying? And and the, and the Strolls made the AC. You know they they made it to the. Uh, to the championship series again. So they was like, whatever. I said it was because we were cheating. They almost got to the World Series again. So, man, uh, yeah, but, 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 yo, but, but, but anyways, man, I, I, I do yeah. want to say that I'm happy LA, LA came back to the tie, uh, came back. It was kind of weird shit. Although, it's like, it's crazy because it's like, for Lakers fans, it's just like all the people we hated for years, like Rondo, LeBron, actually, and 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 Howard when he left, you know, the first time when he left, we were just like, you know, we don't want no issues on the team, you know. We actually rooted for to, you know, win the championship. It's the irony, you know, what I'm saying years later. Um, yeah, but, I mean, but that's oh, why, that's why it's hard in sports these days to to really have quote unquote rivals and. And people that you hate because they'll end up on your squad in a minute. So it's not the same. Like back in the day when I was a, a young pup, 
Like, I knew Larry Bird was never coming to the Sixers. So we can hate dude for, for then and for the rest of our lives. But now, <laughs> you, you know, all that stuff y'all talk about Brian, now y'all his biggest fan because you have to be because he got on that purple and gold. So <laughs> we, wait, wait, wait. We are our biggest Laker fan. Basketball-wise, listen, like, as Michael said a long time ago, he said, uh, uh, what did he say? He said five beats three. Well, five still beats four. So that's all I got to say. But it's kind of weird because it's like, you know, it's, I, I didn't want to say this. Eagles is trash. Duh, doesn't surprise me. Eagles is trash. <laughs> it's, it's, hard, it's, hard, it's, it's hard this year. I usually like doodling on New Yorkers. But it's hard this year because we're both parts of the You know what I'm saying? Yeah, taking a dump in the Bronx, which is a crap pool. And, you know, crit walking through. Walking through yeah. Crit walking through. Shout out to Hank. Crit walking through Brooklyn, looking for snitches, you know, in Bushwick. Shout out to, to, to Takashi69. Damn. Damn. <laughs> and then, I don't even know Chris is gentrified, but you know, that's what uh, he said. But Rob, you're saying five's still better than four, but don't you want Brian to go ahead and win like three more before he retire? It's the that's the irony. It's like, then yeah, what you I going? want him to win. You know what? I'm a Lakers fan, so it is what it is, but in my heart, in my mind, Yo, I'm still, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna leave with Kobe. I'm still gonna leave with Jordan. See, this is the, this is the proof that we talk about, though. Like, fans get so personal with other people, and I don't even know where this Kobe Lebron rivalry even came from. Uh, Jimmy and I talk about how it's not real. But at the same time, I, I think a lot for Kobe is because you know a lot of people. A long time ago, said LeBron surpassed him. So Kobe fans don't want to hear that at all. So it became some kind of rivalry to them. Um, the funny, the, the other funny thing about that is, really fans. I really think it's just basketball fans. Like we just you know, don't. The like, funny thing I mean, about that people is, people aren't. But people aren't just basketball fans, right? You can see it. Everybody I takes sides. Right, Jim. I'll say the funny thing about it is these days, like they they, they, only, they look down at Kobe. Like Brown fans don't even consider Kobe in the discussion anymore. Like right. I mean, most they, like, basketball they done, fans they done said they like, so, slander and Michael Jordan now. So it's yeah, like, it's like it was Mike and Brown. So it's that like probably makes, that probably makes Kobe stands even more upset because he's just being looked over. Um, so you know, like, like me and Jimmy always say, man, the right here's, 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 here's what Kobe's going to suffer from. Here's where Kobe's going to suffer from. Kobe's going to suffer in the, in the long in the long run in long run in terms of looking at history because he was so similar to Mike, right? Yeah. So right. you got guys like like when Magic came around, we had never seen nothing like that, right? So then when Mike came around, we never seen nothing like that. When Kobe came around, it's like we saw that already. Saw that some already. would say we saw a better some would say we saw a better version of it. So then when Brown came around, it's like you know it's then they're a combination of like Magic and Michael. It's like we it's something different. See, but so that's, the, that's, that's where the, Kobe's going to. The worst part, Jim, is like where Kobe fits in. Because we always talk about eras. He was kind of like the bridge between those two eras. And the ironic part about it was everybody's Kobe's age, that was what they were trying to do. They were trying to be as much like Mike as they possibly could. He succeeded, but then when it's all said and done, we look back on it with him being the bridge to, between two generations – 
It's like, yo, you kind of played yourself trying to be like Mike because no matter how good you got, like Jimmy said, people are going to be like, man, we saw it already. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's where he's going to, he's going to start in terms of long term. That's what it's going to be. Like, yep. hate to say that, but that's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. And, 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 but, Rob, you're, the, but Rob, organizations like organizations make a fool out of fans all the time. Because, like I said, y'all play into these rivalries. Y'all talk so much stuff about somebody. I mean, come on. Y'all used to say some foul stuff about LeBron James and act like he wasn't as good as he was. Now y'all rooting for him and y'all depending on him to bring some more trophies home to the to the Staples Center. And I know, like, you, you made the transition pretty quickly. There's still some people out there that are still trying to work on <laughs> But organizations I mean, don't care I mean, about the stuff that we care about, and it makes I mean, fans look silly I mean, all the time. I mean, I'm not a fan with a fan. I'm not like these one guys who uh, who, who go to freaking, who who follow LeBron everywhere, who freaking come from the whack Midwest. Oh, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Kid. Nobody's knocking you. You're a Lakers fan, so you had to come yeah. around. Yeah. And you I came mean, around pretty quickly. <laughs> but they do make you. A long time you know, ago. He said, "Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy called it. Oh, this is why I like this show. I'm gonna get some, some, some uh, in a second. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get deeper in the issue. But Jimmy called it years ago. He said, I, I asked him, man, what is it? What will we gotta do to be on top? He said, come on, bro. I love LeBron, and I'm just like, ah. But when LeBron got off that plane and got off that plane, I was like, LeBron got off the whole Staples Center." All the LeBron hate left. Now we were still upset that LeBron sexuals came, and I, I know you have people like uh, be awesome saying, "Yeah, you a Le- you a LeBron fan now, huh, Rob?" I'm like, "Yes, I am. Shit, I won a championship." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know you love LeBron as much as you love EJ at this point, and there's nothing wrong with it. He's helping your team to win and bring chips chips to the. It's okay. It's okay. When a championship, confetti hit the fe- hit the floor. You call that EJ Magic. That's what championships is about, baby. Okay, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I got, I got. I understand. I understand. I understand. But, but yeah. the only thing that I'll say, the only thing I'll say, Rob, is it looks foolish to slander a guy that when he comes to your team, you're going to actually have to end up being on his Woody. So you have to really deal with that and understand. <laughs> That when you when you take these shots, but then LeBron gets the last laugh because he's like, "Well, take this wood because now you're on it." So it, it, it's you know it's a give and take. But you know what, B? Because that's the thing is, see, that's why you got to slander role players. Because even if a role player comes to your team, and even if y'all end up winning, you can still slander a role player. So what? He garbage. You know what I'm saying? Good point. But you Good slander point. Good people point. slander the superstar. And acted like he wasn't as good as he was. When he comes to the team, he's what you're depending on to win. So you got to root Depending. You don't have to root for a role exactly. player. Um, Danny now, Green comes. Now, Rob. I can now, Rob. Danny, I can, exactly. I can say Danny Green trash until the day I die, no matter what he does for my team. But you can't say that. I, I'm, I'm, a little bit, I'm a little bit of an exception because I can separate – I can separate the player from the team because I, I hated I hate Donovan McNabb. I hate Donovan McNabb to a level that it doesn't matter that he played for my team until he brings three Super Bowls through the door. 
I, you know, he's hated. But I'm a different type of dude. I understand that all of that hate and slander that goes towards stars, as soon as they come to your team, you're going to change it up. You're going to change you, it up. You, you, you no, you're not. You don't have to. Like, you don't have to. Man, it's still trash. All right, we got wrapped city. up, though. We got other calls. Okay, 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 okay. I'm talking about personal matter. Uh, I, I, I did want to say this. I think people are um, – uh, you know, I, I looked at uh, uh, a, a clip a long time ago of um, a two-hour clip of a, of a conference they had in 1976, and it had, and it had a lot of, uh, I want to say, black professionals at that conference. It had Stokely Carmichael, Angela Davis, Fang Lou Hammer, and it also had different seen for black professions, like black professionals, like uh, lawyers, Politicians and things like but that. But go ahead, and go ahead. Cause I, I've seen. I've, I know what you're yeah. talking about, Rob. I've actually seen it. What was your, what's your point about it, though? My, my 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 thing is, I don't think anybody should always like we should always um carry like 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 pe- people should uh, take take seriously what these people what these people um what, what the media or mainstream media puts out there as far as these celebrities are concerned because at that round table you know what I'm talking about there was no celebrities there you know and 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 that and that and, 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 that, and that was good and none of them want to say that they were a leader and i think what people had to look to ice cube is that the trump administration actually talked about ice cube nobody else did and they basically threw him out there threw him on the bus and caused these confusion and, and, and yeah, and, no, you 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 dead you dead on you dead on you dead on Rob, you dead on right. you dead on like there's no but, reason but, but, to cancel Rob, Rob, early tonight. No reason to cancel. I got you, Rob. Rob, here's what I'll leave you with. Leave you with this, Rob. The fact that you're talking about it is part of the problem. No, no, I'm not saying it's part of the problem. I'm 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 saying I'm saying the problem is the mainstream media. What he did was what he did was what he did wasn't bad. The, the thing well, is, I mean, is no, that the I'm, I'm movie... not saying I'm not saying what he did is bad or good, but what I'm saying is people that are actually out doing things and making a difference, most of those folks don't, aren't even discussing Ice Cube. It's the average Joe who gets all up and set and goes on their Facebook and Twitter page and Ice Cube. That, like the, the, the powers that be don't care about Ice Cube. That's because Trump is a buzzword for everybody, man. Like people, exactly. people think people expect man. everybody to feel and think the exact same way as them. I mean, that's why I always I keep having this conversation lately. Like, uh, us as black people, like, we're damn near come to blows with somebody that's not black that tries to say that we're all the same, that we're monolithic. Like, we make that argument all the time. But then as soon as somebody thinks differently, even if it's same goal, different methodology, like, everybody's ready to cancel them. Like, man, it's Whatever. Like I Trump is not that the same. More, the more you know, like, even if you hate Trump, some people don't sit around and like their only goal in life is to get Trump out. Like you still want something on the other side as well. Like all right, get oh, Trump listen, out, then what we gonna do? The it's more not time goes by, the more the more I appreciate the movie The Matrix because. The more, the more it makes yeah. sense to me. Most of us are caught in the matrix, dog. That's what that's just what it all boils down to. Most of us, and now it's even worse with social media. It's 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 true, and I try to tell people he was not the only, you know, first racist white president. We had a black president do nothing for us. We have Bill. I mean, Clinton. that's what Joe Biden said. Joe Biden said that we had Reagan. 
We and 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 and, and I get mad at the mainstream. Dude, the people in the had, mainstream are just focusing on ice. We have forty three, forty four racist white presidents. Like, Yo, Joe and, Biden said out of his like, mouth like that Trump is the first, first racist president. Of his own place. Like, come on, yo, man. Like, somehow, like, yo, somehow, yo, 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 your man Sleepy place. Joe said out of his mouth he's the first racist president. He's not. Uh, I mean, and, and 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 you know what? And some of your and and the, and the thing is, is that I think people need to look. Not to look at, I mean, even right, me, we, even me. Like, yeah, I make your last point, man, we got to go. Huh? Make your last point. We got to go. We just letting y'all do the whole shows, man. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, my last point is that, is, is that, is that I, hope, I hope all of us embrace the, uh, the idea of Pan-Africanism and not, and not saying, you know, oh, I'm ADOS or I'm DOS. It's like it's, it's it's like guys like Tobias. Either you're gonna choose Africa Damn. or yeah, Alabama. Damn. Damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was that. All right, man. You we'll wrap this next week, man. Well, but you know that's all I gotta say. All right, we have them next week, man. Thanks for your call. And with that, and with that, we're gonna go to Tobias. We go from the Rob show to the Tobias show. Tobias, what's going on, man? Somebody just took a shot at time, man. Should have let you on after he said it, but then that would have been 20 more minutes of y'all arguing. And then we didn't I was like, man, I was like, I was like, are you going to turn the gong on here and get get the fan, man, get this dude off the show? You know, you got got the show killer on over there. But anyway, uh, you know, how you fellas doing? How you doing, brother? Oh, I got to say, I'm trying to be nice to y'all asses for once. Okay, cool. Uh, Here's the thing. Uh, quote, the quote, the, the late Pat guy, former Auburn coach, said something that rang true last Saturday night. He said one time, I don't know if Georgia's man enough to beat Alabama. And damn it, Pat guy was right because Alabama took their whole card on national TV last Saturday. Uh, defense still Dang. trash, though. But the whole, that's either here or there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, that was a beautiful win. And we're going to go 10 and 0 in the SEC. That folks said, hey, manipulate the schedule. We'll go 10 and 0 in the SEC and laugh at all these punks in the faces. But anyway, all right. I hear all this talk, right, about AB. I want him to sign with the Jets. That would be great TV, right? <laughs> you know, but if I did Joe Flacco trying to get AB the ball, that would be great. But, uh, I know y'all haven't gotten to it yet, but Ryan Fitzpatrick got there crying on TV like he was trailing boys in the hood, crying in Neil Long's shoulders, <laughs> crying about his job. <laughs> hey, dude, if I'm the coach of the Miami Dolphins, I would, hey, I would cut his ass on the spot right now, to be honest with you. Fitz magic was in effect. And they just said, dude, he threw two picks. He threw two picks. If you have an organization and you trot out Ryan Fitzpatrick as your quarterback, you know two picks are coming. So that ain't no excuse. That's what I'm saying. It is, <laughs> that ain't no excuse yeah. to pinch him. You know two picks hey. coming. <laughs> they three and three. And, uh, uh, and come on now. You can't bench him on the very week that he started to get Hall of Fame consideration. Shout out to the person hey. on Twitter who, who tried to say Fitzpatrick is a Hall of Famer. You know what kills me though? Wait, hold, hold on, no. Tobias, Tobias, Tobias. Wait, let's let's yeah. let's be honest here. Are you sitting here and telling me that Ryan Fitzpatrick Magic wasn't balling to the best of his ability and, and, and being productive 
He was balling, dude. Yeah, but here's the problem with this, right? The clock was ticking, uh, you know, when they when they drafted two anyway. I thought they should have signed the whole year, to be honest with you. No, uh, truthfully, you I know thought. what I think it is? To be honest, Tobias, you know what I think it is? The Dolphins are three and three. The Dolphins yep. don't want to be three and three. They're like, we might as well start our rookie. Like this dude, you know, Fitz Magic is always going to win a couple games, and and for teams that like that, it fools them into another contract. But for teams like the Dolphins, who thought you was going to trot this team out there, get smashed every week, and get a good draft pick, they're doing too much right now. So let's go ahead and put our rookie in. <laughs> as long as we keep him healthy, we'll still lose games and get him his work at the same Tobias, time. Tobias, Tobias, as Sixers fans, we have become experts on identifying exactly the phenomenon that's going on right now. <laughs> so we understand, like, yo, right. Fitz Magic got to get out of here. This you saw that, good. Tobias? We know he's not the great, era, he's too good. Sixers win two games in a row, somebody getting cut. <laughs> like, you're Michael playing Carter well. Well. Either hey. getting cut Michael. Or you're going to the bench And then all the fans are going to be like Yeah remember that dude Because we didn't know any of the players That dude that played well over the last two games Why are he on the bench now Because he played well hey. over the last two games He got to go like, the, one that, the one that had me roll with Michael Carter Williams on rookie of the year He got traded the very next season That had yeah, me rolling like, <laughs> What do you mean rookie of the year like, man, You better play <laughs> you know, speaking of Yo. speaking of basketball, I hear all this talk about like. Oh, go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no, talking about Michael Carter true. Williams. That was the Austin homie. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, cause uh, I hear all these basketball stuff. Right, talking about Kawhi. Talking they want a true point guard. It's funny how like we the Golden State Warriors fooled everybody in positionless basketball when they played positionless for the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. And so how everybody hopefully <laughs> you know, everybody wants to believe that, oh, we can go for positionless. We can put anybody anywhere. And now he wants a real point guard. Which which he should because Pat Beverly all he does is yell at people and get a cardio in every no, night. See, I don't you, know you what he does, what he's really calling for. He's calling for his comrade in Toronto, who's a free agent. That's what he's trying to. He's trying to figure out a way to get his comrade in Toronto to come join him. Yeah, the legend Van Fleet, man. He <laughs> and, and you know, and keep it keep it real. Uh, you know, they they gonna end up probably having to trade Paul George gets all those draft picks back because I saw this meme right, and they said like, "Hey, who, which two NBA people you want to sit down and work things out?" My answer was Paul George in the NBA playoffs. Obviously, got something against each other. But, uh, Jack, Jack, you know, Jack, said, Jack said they're going to have to trade Paul George to win the, the NBA championship. And I, I didn't read it, but I'm I'm going from a you know a basketball analyst perspective. I don't think he's saying that to straight up just throw shade at the dude. Like they gave up so much to get him. The, the yeah, ironic part is back. they're not going to get all. I'm about to say they're not going to get nearly what they gave up back if they do decide to give up on him right now. So at this point, keeping them might actually be the best option. Um, Listen, here's what I say. Here's what I say. Playoff P was need a to get rid of Kawhi. Utter disaster. He was a complete and utter disaster. But at the yeah. same time, he's like the scapegoat for that whole failure. Like Doc Rivers yeah. failed them yeah. tremendously. Yeah. Like Kawhi didn't show up at the end of that series at Having all. Having him like Jim makes like, it you know, easy. Makes it easy for the Yeah, Clippers. it's like yo because he was the, all the, depressed. The dirty and... point guard, the dirty point guard ball was nowhere to be found all playoffs. Like they all fail. Like Lou Williams. Like Kawhi, was like, Kawhi in like, give game. me a new one. So Kawhi dissing. Lou Williams' heart was a magic got, city. Yo, when yeah. they got to the locker room, they all pointed at playoff P and was like, "This you, dog. You gonna take all you know this?" 
You know what I think part of it is like Lou Williams always sucked in the playoffs. No one wants to say it. His heart was in Magic City. Let's just be honest, guys. Uh, Montrez, a hard-working guy. This team, the, the, they they won the championship in the off season, and they believed their own press clippings. They they cruised through the regular season. wasn't even wasn't even concerned with getting the number one spot. You got people low managing all the time. Just not really taking it seriously, and then they get into the bubble, and they're still not taking it seriously. And then they got the ass. And, and get this, and get, and get this. I would give LeBron this. I said this early in the season. I said he they doing the right thing, falling out in the regular season. Look at who they play in the playoffs in the bubble compared to who the Clippers had to play. <laughs> you know, yeah, but that's a, uh, I, I and, think you have to though. And they earned that. And that was smart. In the West, you have to. You can do yeah, all of that in, in the East. Um, and come in with a lower seed. Sure, look at Miami. <laughs> I mean, they weren't a low seed, but, you know, they weren't one of the top two seeds, and they ended up in the final. So it's like all that time, LeBron, even when he was getting number one seeds in the East, like they didn't have to. Number one seed, number two seed, he never had to. Those teams would have beaten any team in the East. You get to the West, and you find you got a good running partner, and you got a chance. Oh, no, y'all need that high seed because <laughs> – you got Dallas with you got Dallas with two young guys. Then you got Denver who's a matchup problem because six, seven months Trez Harrell, what he gonna do against Jokic? <laughs> you know, Jokic ain't worried about him. And they had to exert that energy. And then the Lakers, they, they position themselves smartly. Well you got Portland who was pretty much done with injuries and they had to wear themselves out getting in. And Houston I don't know who has a big. I don't know who has a bigger piece. The Bloods, the Crips, the Mike D'Antoni, and the mid-range jumper. I don't know who has a bigger piece, but uh, they played that team, and it shows that all this stuff about we want to go small, we want our center to be six seven. The Lakers is overpowered because you know, they got big you know to play. You know, you know what it is. You know what it is, man. Gimmicks. Everybody is looking for the gimmick, and and the copycat quick fix for how they're gonna win. Based on t- you, you pointed to it with with Golden State. Like people don't understand that the icing isn't the cake. They look at the icing and try and build their team off the icing, not paying mm-hmm. attention to the cake. And Tony, yeah, all right, that's all true, right? But the, the thing with the Clippers is, the Clippers had the best roster in basketball. Some argue the Clippers have no, the best they, roster in the history of basketball. I've actually seen that written. The best roster no, in history. No, no, no. They failed, no, they just, failed Jim, I, by I not taking it that. They didn't know the ball. I'm talking about how they the built. They were built to win. They were yeah, built they to were. win. Kawhi, they, you know, I really Kawhi believe, I really believe, right? I really believe, and, and I hate to say this, but I think, I think that all falls on Doc Rivers. Like, all of that, this entire season to me falls. I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers won the next two or three titles. <laughs> Hawaii and the thing is, Hawaii is a coward. No. You know what, though? And like, and like y'all talk about the Warriors, right? What people miss is they always had bigs. Hell, they signed Boogie Cousins. They weren't trying to play Draymond at the center for 48 minutes. And yeah. everybody, you know. And, and but Jack you know, everybody face. has their everybody, – everybody has their formula that they think came from the Warriors, and then they take it to the extreme and then end up looking yep. silly. It, Trying they to copy things that didn't even happen. You know, you know, the crazy part is Steph plays the point guard position. They ain't having Clay Thompson play point guard. Oh, he's positionless basketball. They had specific roles. They actually run sets. 
You know, they move about the basketball. They play defense. Right. They play but here's, but I'm, here's the one thing. Play here's the one thing. And I'm going to shoot, I'm a shoot, I'm a shoot game, Houston so some bail. I'm going to shoot Houston some bail. Let me shoot Houston some bail real quick. If you look at their roster and look at their team, right, they weren't, they weren't going to play traditional basketball and compete at the level that they competed at. They tried to figure out a way, like, look, let's, let's figure out a way to compete with somebody. We're not as talented as Golden State. We're not as talented this year as the Lakers, the Clippers. They were pretty much like one of the least talented teams that got the most out of what they were able to do by playing a crazy system. Like, so that's one way to look at it. Like, yo, Jimmy, it's almost like, let me, let me ask like you, let me watching ask money you a ball. question. Let yeah. me ask you a question. To oh, Maury is definitely a money ball of basketball ball. That's all it is. I want everybody to answer this. I don't think you hired Antony, and I don't think Antony wants to actually win a championship. You hire Antony because he's going to put butt in the seat, he's going to sell merchandise, and he's yep. going to give you a star. And then you build all that up, and then two, three seasons later, you paid him millions, and he leaves, and then you have to blow it up, or you fix it, or edit. Antony is never there for the for the for the franchise to win a chip. Do you agree with that? I'm, I mean, that's possible. It's possible. I, I mean, that's not what they think when that. they hire him, but it seems I mean, to have played out that way. <laughs> Listen, the dude, that. the dude, the he dude, the, the owner for Tito, he's a gambler, man. He's I know, a gambler. He, he owns the Golden Nugget. In fact, he's such a gambler that he didn't even pay for the, the Rockets. My man, my man got a loan. He couldn't even afford to pay for the Rockets. But you know, uh, he had the complexion for the connection, so he's he got the fo- the, the former owner holding the three point five billion dollar loan for him. But that's either here nor there. Um, Yo, but, but B, the point is, I think D'Antoni has gotten close enough in a lot of his former stops that every GM thinks I can get him over that hump. If I get him this player, I get him that player. I can get him over that hump. So, like, for for Moneyball general managers, like Jim said, like D'Antoni is gold to them. So it's Absolutely, up to them the to get is, him the players to actually finish it off. When you look at what he's accomplished versus the players that he's had, he's never had one of the – I mean, you can argue now that he's played had Harden. He's had the best player. But I think right. if you take Harden out of that system, he's a different player. But Yeah, and plus, you know, remember, it's like he's had – Everybody thinks they were the most successful coach injury away from from actually making it to the finals, and those were the times where we were talking. Well, whoever makes it from the West is going to be the ones to win. But that's why I think they still have um, faith in him, and he's going to get another job. He's going to have a job in the next. Yeah, listen, week as much as point. much as we, because we judge by championships and all these things, if right. we really want to keep it honest, the Bulls one of the most successful coaches in the NBA. He's much more successful than Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> and and I ain't gonna front like this was my man, but you know, look how long it took Larry Brown to to get through. I'm not putting him yeah in the in, you know, lifetime. in the past in the pantheon with with Larry Brown, but at the same time, there might have been people who thought about him the way we thought about D'Antoni just because he didn't finish. Like D'Antoni is still a hell of a coach. What he needs, like he just needs the perfect storm of a situation. If you're gonna run that system, you need a little bit more talent to work with than he's had, and of course you need those Listen. those unlucky things not to happen, like you know Chris Paul in Game let, Seven. Let. You need the GM, like I said, you need the GM to put the right people around him. You need the GM to put the right coaches around him because you need somebody let that's gonna teach defense. 
<laughs> Dan Tony, what if, if if Dan Tony would have took that Clippers job? He would have won three in a row, and we'd have been talking about him being one of the greatest <laughs> of all time. That's how that's how close it is. Like there's two things. Like it's it's just like you know it's 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 so much context to everything because he gets blamed a lot for the for the for the lack of mid range shots and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of that is because of the hand that he's dealt by the GM who lost his job too. But Tobias um, bounce. He said, you know, "Y'all y'all took too much of his time out." He said, "F y'all." <laughs> he uh, did. I mean, he got disconnected. Him, though. Yeah. In the chat room yeah, there yeah, with some it. disconnections happening earlier. All right, so let's 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 move though. Uh, be awesome, you back? But let's let's move. Um, stat of the week and quote of the week because I want to give a few good a few good minutes to one of the uh, grind topics. Um, stat of the week. Uh, simple and plain. Give him the lane. LeBron James is the number one player on NBA 2K21 with a 98 rating overall. Wow. You know, I believe the game's probably exaggerating some things a little bit. It's still a testament to him that they even think that highly of him. And I guess after you just won a finals MVP. In year, in year, seven, in year, in year 17, 17, no Basically year 18, though, <laughs> this game is going to be. So shout out to him for that. Quote of the week. Um, we're just giving you the guys this quote because if any of you guys out here know him personally or know anybody that knows him, we need y'all to check on this brother. Quote, when you retire, you start feeling left out. No one's really checking on you. You ain't getting no phone calls that you used to get. Then you start to get low. But then there's no game tomorrow to lift you up. So you just keep sinking and sinking. That's a quote from the brother Ben Wallace, speaking of Larry Brown and championships. That's a quote from his center. Ben Wallace, former Detroit Piston. Somebody check on that brother because that ain't the kind of quote, you know, that you want to hear from somebody. (laughs) Sound like he might do something to himself. We don't want Ben to do nothing to himself. Um, We we want him to, you know, be there so Ron Artest can do it to him. Um, Because he owe him (laughs) from from the malice. All right, so uh, that's what's up. Y'all know the drill. Y'all can reach us at warroomsports.com. just go to the webpage. If you want to contact us, you can hit us, um, hit the contact us button on there, or you can hit us on our uh, email address, which is info at warroomsports.com. If you got any business with us, if you want to call in tonight, uh, we got a few minutes left. That number is 323-410-0012. Press 1 and prompt it. If you already listened from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk. But we're going to talk about, Jimmy's going to let us know what happened this week while y'all were on the grizzine. Yo, while you were on the grind is brought to you by Sports the Book. Get it at sportsthebook.com or warmsports.com, the greatest sports book ever written. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple things real quick. Uh, you know, um, I just want to let y'all guys know that Tobias Harris, C.J. McCollum, and Donovan Mitchell sat down with uh, Senator Kamala Harris in, um, you know, the first episode of Remaking America. So you got, you know, some of your professionals. Some social oh, justice. Oh man, issues. they got all the lights, all the lights, all the lights in <laughs> non-offensive black people. Um, I haven't, long. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Um, they said a central theme of the 13-minute video was the importance of voting on November 3rd, but there must have been some backlash because I saw a tweet from Tobias Harris where he was kind of defending himself, like you know, just because we're ball players, it means we can't talk about politics and all that kind of stuff. So people must have got out on their shut up and dribble stuff. But y'all, y'all know what it, y'all, y'all know. But you know how ironic it is. That's another thing that black people seem to have a problem with, especially when it comes from white people. But if I haven't seen 
shut up and get your ass back in the studio ice cube from thousands of black folks in the past week. I don't know what my, you know, my eyes must be lying to me because I had the argument with a couple of people like, well, how come we don't like it when they, you know, shut up and dribble when, when they're telling us that, but y'all essentially are telling this man the same thing. Cause people are like, yo, if we want to go to somebody for, for a record or a project like that, then, you know, ice cube can step up, step up, but he don't have no business doing this. So y'all ain't do nothing but tell that man to shut up and rap. Just like they told these dudes to shut up and dribble, man. It's never going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else happened? Yo, um, Sue Bird says that fans don't watch the WNBA because the players are black, gay, and tall. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that was definitely a headline snatcher. Um, If y'all know Sue Bird, y'all know, of course, it was never anything malicious that she was saying. This was basically excuses for why the WNBA – isn't as popular as the players in the WNBA are supposed to, you know, supposed to be. So she's basically playing the, the, the sexuality card, the black card, quote unquote, and the, I don't know. I don't know what the tall part is because, you know, if you're playing in any basketball league, you expect people to be tall. Um, But this is a conversation that's been popping up again lately um, at a rate where I, I don't understand And it's the whole thing about Equal pay um, I saw a side-by-side comparison Of LeBron James and Sue Bird Saying, you know, they're both Such and such, both in year 17 They both have four titles But LeBron James made $37 million This year, Sue Bird made $215,000 this year And there's a lot of people out there Talking about how this isn't fair And all of this kind of stuff Fellas, I don't understand What's that? You making some kind of noise coming out of it? Yeah. Um, I don't understand why and and how many times this has to be explained to people. I don't even understand why it has to be explained to people. But when you have one league that cleared in 2019 almost $8 billion of revenue and the other league set a record for their revenue at only $60 million, I don't understand where they think paying – WNBA players equal to NBA players is going to come from. If they don't have it, they don't have it. Now, their collective bargaining agreement, that's that's another thing. The percentage of the revenue share between the players and the league, that can certainly go up. That's not going to get you any closer to equal pay between WNBA players and NBA players. You just can't do that. The NBA has been around since 1946, the WA since 19. WNBA since 1996 and even though they had a 50 year head start these excuses of nobody wanting to watch them because they're black tall and gay it's like they're kind of in denial and I don't you know want to be the one (laughs) I don't want to say anything mean or anything about that but women's basketball is different than men's basketball like when they start flying around and doing the type of stuff from an athletic standpoint as NBA players do, then there might be an argument to why we can't get more results from the promotion. But like, have y'all seen this conversation pop back up lately? Like, why don't people understand this is what I don't understand. Yeah. I've seen, they I've don't seen want the conversation be. pop back up because it's a, it's actually uh, across the well, I won't say across the board, but it's a big conversation in soccer 
as well as basketball. And right. Sue Bird and her and her husband Megan Rapino, they both are champions of the wage gender gap conversation. So they're championing right. it in both sports. But being from, but being in the sports, it's like you know this. I just think you're just really just trying to be on the right side of history when all the people who don't have the inside knowledge see you. I mean, because I've, I've seen arguments about this, and the people who are champion, championing the whole equal pay for men's and women's leagues, they don't even support the WNBA. So I'm like, what are you doing to support? You're not even free, giving them your free support. You're not even giving them their ratings, so that, you know your viewership, so they can have higher ratings and possibly get a better TV contract. This is not the type of thing where you could just sit on the side and complain, and and you know spit all this vitriol at men, and and all of that kind of stuff, and you're not doing anything about it. Not even the free step. One step would be being a paying customer, going to the games. You know, helping them out. They had to downsize on arenas. They put them in the same arenas the men in. They couldn't the seats. So they had to downsize on arenas. People aren't going to the games. People aren't buying the merchandise. People aren't even giving their yeah, free people aren't watching them on TV. But they, but they also, but they want to be the ones out in the forefront talking about how unfair this is. Now, equal pay is a whole different conversation if we're talking about people in the same company. The WNBA and the NBA is not is not the same company. I mean, the W the WNBA is subsidized by the NBA, but even in the same industry, you can even break that up. Men's basketball and women's basketball, even though they both bounce a basketball, it's really not the same industry. So if I was working at a company and my female counterpart was doing the exact same thing that I was doing, she should be getting paid the exact same thing that, that I should be getting paid. But if you're working in an industry like sports, and one league makes billions every year, and one league make, makes tens of millions of dollars, I don't understand where they think this equity is going to come from. You cannot pay women something that the company doesn't have. I don't understand, man. So you know, this, w, whole, w, whole, w, this whole black game talking to me, it just seems like an excuse from somebody who knows it's a buzz, why it's it a is buzzword. the way it is. Yeah. I, NBA literally knows, make, man. They literally make less than 1% of NBA revenue. They make right. less than 1%. 1% of NBA revenue would be $80 million. They make, and they, they make 075 for the people who don't understand finding like that revenue doesn't necessarily mean profit. They made $60 million and they still reported a $12 million loss. So we're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about a fraction of the red revenue, but you want them to get the same salary. That doesn't even make sense. Listen, man, I, you, you, you got to stop trying to make sense of it, dog. Like we all know what that society is. Idiots. <laughs> no, but Jim, it, they don't it, want it. They, they, but what what baffles me is when you have people like Sue Bird saying this kind of stuff. You know, I mean, because she, she knows she's trying to figure out some she's trying to figure out some sort of welfare type joint to help her. She's trying, no, like, she's trying to figure out she's trying to yeah, figure out her, her, own pocket. her next move. Yeah, because her husband her husband isn't going to be able to support her, and she's not going to be able to support her husband. 
So they got to figure out, yo, how can we listen there to our support base and get some bread? Here's yeah. what I'll say, man. Listen, I, I feel sorry for him, man, because, you know, if you play in a WNBA, that's for the love. It's not really – you're not going to have the same kind of the, – the, the money just isn't there that there are, you know – it's the reason why we have the major sports we have, right? Because some of, there's a lot of sports. Some of them don't reach major sports because it's not really a market for it. I mean, and if you want to be honest, and, and I mean, I say this with all due respect, and, 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 you know, and I like the WNBA players, but I say this with all due respect, like women in porn make more than the men in porn. I mean, because yeah. when, you, when, yeah. you, when you pay to see – No, listen, hear me out. Hear me out, though. When, you, when most people pay to see Prime – they ain't paying for the dudes. Right. Mm-hmm. Man, this boy, hairy so, ass. So, 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 like. so my point is, in that industry, they get more They get more of the revenue. That's a fact. That's not even a joke. And I, and I really, and I, would think it, and I would think it was silly for, you know, a dude in that industry to be complaining about that. Like, dude, they, they're, they're not tuning in to see you. He's already, he's already getting mean, compensated. Never mind, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I mean, but bottom line, it's, it's more dudes watching than than women. So the yeah. dudes aren't, yeah. aren't tuning in to see dude go to work. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I mean, in 2020, never mind. Look, Neil in the, in the chat room, she said, she said her father-in-law watches the WNBA. She tried to watch because of her DJ friend, but it's not as exciting as the men. And, you know, that's, it's, that's the truth. Like, we have to stop using excuses here. Like, people aren't discriminating against the league because they're black and tall and gay. Nobody's saying – no. I, come on, man. I mean, we, we know how America is, but I think the gay part – I mean – Even if somebody named that as a reason they're not watching, I think they're just trying to get jokes off. Because nobody thing, in right? their right mind is like, people, oh, I'm not going to tune in because celebrate. they're gay. Like – I just saw people celebrate Dwight Howard for winning a cha- um, for winning a championship, and he's black and so- no ma, yo. Um, <laughs> yeah. and he's and he's transgender. So let's. <laughs> yeah, that that was not me. That was uh, somebody else. After after Jimmy say say never mind, B just go ahead and say something real loud and <laughs> yeah, something, something worse. He say something worse. All right. All right, man. So yeah, we just wanted to get a few minutes off on that, man. I hope. That they get everything in life that they want to get, but the product has to somehow improve before that happens. And we can't sit here and keep making excuses. You can't force people to like what they don't like. You know what I'm saying? So if if, if people don't like something, they don't support something. And then you got people like we mentioned earlier who have no clue about it, but they're out here arguing for these people, and they're not even providing that first step to help these people in that argument. So, hey, if you want to go out there Yo, and you want to make this argument, at least at least watch the games. At least go um, turn your TV on to the, to the game and leave the room. Give them your ratings or something. Professional <laughs> bowlers don't make the same thing that professional basketball players make. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Before we get out of here, man, it's got to let you guys know what happened this day in, in sports history. And this date in sports history is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. If you or your business need a custom website, 
You can get dynamic, professional, and most of all, affordable custom website solutions at Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank for an effective online presence, top quality, results-driven websites at incredibly affordable prices, and yes, financing options are available. So visit DigitalExtremeTech.com or call 267-205-4203. That's 267-205-4203. And for discounted rates, be sure to tell them that War Room Sports sent you. All right, this date in sports history. October 22nd, 1997, NHL superstar Wayne Gretzky's wife, Janet, is knocked unconscious and gets two stitches after the plexiglass from the, around the hockey rink falls on her while watching a game. Yo, I've been to a hockey game, and I, I think in person is way more exciting than anybody who, who's never been to one would probably think. I have no I have no urge whatsoever to ever sit in the front row of a hockey game. As hard as those dudes be hitting that glass, I've seen the glass fall, I've seen the glass shatter. I have no urge to ever sit in the front of the hockey game. But I guess, you know, for for who she was, she got those kind of seats. And um <laughs> didn't pay off for her. Didn't pay off for. Knocked her unconscious though. So I don't even remember this. So I, I got to go look for footage of this. If she was knocked unconscious, I'm assuming that the glass didn't break. So the heavy plexiglass just fell and just, you know, Roy Jones did. I got a question for y'all. And I know you, why is it based on what we see going on in hockey that we don't hear about CTE? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. They don't have face masks. They don't have face masks. Also, if half a hockey has CT, how the hell would I know? Um, <laughs> and third of all, and third of all, I, I want somebody to go back and do some research and see if they was like dealing with some issues at home because he might have been behind that. I know. You know what I'm um, saying? He knows where she's sitting. Why don't y'all um, loosen that up a little bit? <laughs> and we'll let the chips fall where they went. Let's get up out of here, fellas. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room on Facebook, Twitter, our group chat. All the callers who called and got through, we appreciate those you can get to. We apologize because we are getting out of here. Tune in yeah, next he... week live right here on demand as we catch you up on all the sports topics for the week. So until then, enjoy your weekend, the World Series, if that's being played, college, NFL football, <laughs> and whatever other sports you watch. Maybe WNBA, you know, if they're playing, who knows. You'll watch until you <laughs> – just watch them all and let us know what you think. Yo, that shit was like two weeks ago. <laughs> Yo, what's, oh, they, oh, it's over already? All right, that's what's up. All right, we'll see you right back here next time. Catch everything that we do, all of our social media uh, content, all of our shows, our webcasts, our YouTube videos, everything Ari. we got going on. My book, Sports to Book, everything we do at the hub of warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top. Mobile app, it's not down. Call it 323-14-00-2.
sensitive, then oh well. Physical podcast, the tough push. Showtime like magic in the block push. Listen live, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip-hop dollars, pit-stop knowledge Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college Five guys, no beef though Corporate secrets, but the streets know Bellafani, I got a G-flow KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode Two hours, get your game up Who's the best in sports cast, you better name us What real sports Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.